0: into the podcast biblical question I'm blessed and excited that you have taken time out of your day to download the podcast and make us part of your life there's our hope and prayer that you will be encouraged by the podcast you will go closer to christ and that you will tell others about us in a positive way be sure to like us and give us that five star rating we appreciate those that have already done that and be able to tell your friends about us as well Our listening audience uh, continues to grow uh, all over the world, in places where it's not so popular to be a Christian and where people are persecuted. And we uh, are honored that you have uh, downloaded the podcast to listen to us. Today we're going to talk about where are you on God's map. Where are you on God's map? And I'm going to read here uh, a scripture reading, Romans chapter 8, 5 through 8. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who are according to the Spirit to things of the Spirit. For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the Spirit is life and peace. Because of the mindset on the flesh is hostile towards God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. Verse 8. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. The Thrust of today's podcast, if you like to follow along, I would encourage you to do so. We'll be coming out of First Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And we'll also be in John chapter 3 uh, later in the podcast. Again, I, I appreciate your taking time out of your day. Uh, to listen to us so where are you on God's map you know we we have all met someone who, who assured us in a conversation that, that we're going to heaven doesn't matter what you do no matter what you say how you live your life you're going to heaven they'll make the comment along the lines of well, God loves me uh, he loves you he would not send me to hell or I pray to God every day, and he loves me, and I think I'm saved. The real question here is not what you or I think. The real question here is not what you or I think. The real question is what God thinks on the matter. How does God view people who are just trying to sneak by? I believe that the Bible says this. You're guilty before God, and you're far from God, not only in here, but in the eternity as well. The challenge that we face is that we must move closer each day to Jesus, our shepherd. We must have a sincere relationship that is recognized by him. So, where are you living on the map when God looks? In our physical lives, we, most of us listening have, have a home address. Uh, we have a way of getting mail, packages, whatever. But really, where is our spiritual address? See, you and I can only have one or two addresses when we're talking about eternal life. There are no others listed in Scripture. Do you really know your spiritual address. The fact of the matter is most people don't even care about their permanent address of eternal life. My guess would be uh, you do or you wouldn't be listening to the podcast. We're going to look at some passages in this podcast today to help us to see where we are and do we really want to stay there because God he does He gives us a choice to be on His map or not, we do have a free will, and see when God looks for you, where are you supposed to be? I mean, are you a worldly person or are you a spiritual person? The spirit of this world stands against God in so many ways, but the spiritual person stands with God. So we're going to begin reading here just a moment. Again, if you have a Bible, I'd encourage you to open it and follow along. If you have one, I'm going to be referring back to some of these verses again, perhaps a little later, and so I would encourage you to uh, follow along in a Bible if you have one available. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we're going to start in verse 12, and we're going to read into uh, chapter 3 here. So bear with me. And follow along. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thought with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? but we have the mind of Christ. Chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as to men of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not able, for you are still fleshy. And since there is a jealousy and strife among you, you are not fleshy and you are not walking like mere men. It's kind of rhetorical question that Paul lays out. But Paul, the apostle, he's laid out something very interesting here of his observation at the church in Corinth. One of his observations is this. These people, uh, people who are living at a, as a natural person, or as a worldly person. This person thinks of God as foolish, and God does foolish things. But why is this? Well, if you look back at verse 14, Paul says, it is because they really do not accept God. And because they do not accept God, they cannot understand God. They have rejected the truth of the gospel message. And and really don't want anything to do with it. The only wisdom this person has is a worldly wisdom. It is not a godly wisdom. In in chapter 1 and verse 23, uh, 1 Corinthians here, Paul writes, But we preach Christ crucified to Jews a stumbling block and to Gentiles foolishness. In other words, simply put, uh, the Jewish people did not get it, and the Gentile thinks it's crazy or foolish. Uh, this is where most people of the world are at exactly today. Uh, they do not know God. They do not know who Jesus is. Oh, they've heard the names, and they think they might know. They may even look uh, like you sitting in the break room at work and think, uh. Well, you're wasting your time going to church. They are are not reasonable thinkers. But Paul, the apostle, tells me they are of the world, and they really do not care about God or his mighty plan of salvation. They see life as they want to see it, and that's true with probably all of us. But they live because they, they chose to live it. And not giving one ounce of care to God's eternal plan. Deep down, not really caring about God's holy word either. Oh, they've heard it's wrong. It's a sin that God doesn't like uh, sexual activity outside of marriage. They've heard that God doesn't like same-sex relationships. They've heard, and you can go on and on. Oh, they may tell you, and they might really believe that they're good people. They, they might be the peaceful across the street that seem like they're always volunteering and, and giving money to charities to, to help the blind or, or whatever. And all those things are neat, and, and that's good. But, you know, I was taught to do this as a Boy Scout. It really doesn't matter how many of us uh, they do the so-called good works Uh, you do in the workplace or in the community they cannot save you yes we need to be doing good works but the scripture is very clear without the blood of Jesus there is no eternal life oh you can try with all your might, with all your fancy words and your opinions of yourself but it really doesn't matter you see at the end of the day the only opinion that will really matter when it's all said and done on Judgment Day, that will be Christ in His Word. And that's it. The natural person, as Paul talks about here, does not obey God. This person does not show any kind of discipline, shows no respect to the Scripture. They really don't have any fear for God. They don't really have any faith in Christ. They don't worship in spirit and truth. They they fight against everything that God claims to be. And because this person sees God as being foolish. And listeners, we really do need to understand something here as well. Who is Paul writing to here? And the truth is, he's writing to a saved body of, of Christ. He's writing to a church in Corinth. And since the apostle is talking about this subject, I can't help but wonder, uh, are there people in the church today, just like the people in Corinth, who had uh, fallen into this trap, or perhaps they, maybe they were never converted, they never allowed the Holy Spirit in the first place uh, to be in their lives. So many pastors, preachers, ministers, whatever title they want to carry, they all talk about, you know, I converted And the fact of the matter is, uh, you and I don't convert anybody. The Holy Spirit does. Our job is to teach the Word, to to practice it, put it into motion, help others uh, with the Scriptures. But at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit is the one who saves and uses the blood of Christ to cleanse uh, mankind from their sin when they repent of those sins. People who who fail. I mean, they, they fall into these verses really that we have read. The truth of the matter is uh, they're not walking in the light. And somebody's going to email me and say, Well, you're not supposed to judge. And I'm not judging anybody at all. What I'm doing is, Jesus says, judge righteously in John chapter 8. He also says, Jesus says, the tree is known by its fruit. Again, your lip service means nothing if God places you or me on his map as a natural person. It's all too easy for us to judge people, and, and, and it's true. But we see in the news people who commit murder as if it's no big deal. And it's all too easy to say, uh, that's not me, I am not out killing people, I'm not a pedophile I'm not seeking out destruction uh, of people. Some of these people, you can see them, they, they have no remorse uh, without trial or slaughter all over the world. They just they just don't care. And we are witnessing mankind, really, who has no fear of God and the day of judgment that Scripture says will come. But yet there, there still are people who claim Uh, that they're not quite this evil. And what we're doing is we're setting our bar and standard against other sinners. We're not setting the bar or the standard with God's word. They still do not know God, and they still do not believe that Jesus saves, or they wouldn't be doing those things. Jesus, in John chapter 3, verse 18, uh, with his conversation uh, with Nicodemus, "...he who believes in him... Is not judged he who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the in the name of the only begotten Son of God again, you have to ask people in ourselves the question: What does God see you as? Where do you live spiritually? Your fancy cars fancy home status at your job it really has nothing absolutely nothing to do where you are living spiritually you see everybody has a choice and we all have to make a choice where do you want your address to be for all eternity again referring back to first corinthians chapter 2 the the natural man works fervently on worldly things. And this is where his heart is. This is where he's storing up his treasures. This is not the permanent address that we all should be seeking out. The things of this world will rust away, it will die, it will rot. It, this is not what you and I should be wanting to hang our, our shingle out. In other words, this is not where we want to call home. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10-16 through 16 read, For to us God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depth of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. Which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thought with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to him. And he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. Verse 16, For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That is where God wants mankind to live. That's where God wants us to live to have our address God wants all of us to live in the spiritual level to accept the truth of his gospel message to accept the spirit of Christ to seek out godly wisdom and knowledge to be sound in mind to say we have the same mind of Christ Christ is not all of those evil sick things that we talked about earlier God has revealed all things through the Spirit. And notice it in verse 10. Paul says we have received the Spirit who is from God. And how do we receive that Spirit? We can talk the talk, but until we are ready for God and allow the Holy Spirit to to work in our lives and and change our lives, We, we must know the things that we have been freely given to by God. You know, it really doesn't take much uh, reading uh, the book of 1 Corinthians to see that they were a church who had a lot of problems. And, And Paul is trying so hard to encourage them to walk in the Spirit, to get them to see what is really important, and that is having godly wisdom and knowledge, not worldly wisdom, there is nothing wrong with an education. Paul was a very educated man that's not what he is saying, but he is trying to say, Look, open your eyes and not to be this natural person, but rather that we all need to be a spiritual person that they and us were to be called to be by God to understand eternal life is in the balance. the cross is is not looked upon as foolishness, but rather as a beautiful sign of God's love, mercy, and compassion. That we have the mind of Christ, as he spoke about in verse 16, so we can think, act, walk, talk, and look like Christ. By having the mind of Christ, we have the unity with Christ and with other Christian believers. When we have the mind of Christ, we live out our lives just as he did. Christ was always obedient to the word of God and to the Father in every way. Christ was always obedient by his willingness to come to this earth. He was obedient in fulfilling his work by preaching the good news, by suffering and bleeding and dying on a cross for you, And for me. This is how the spiritual person lives, breathes, is by the example of Christ Himself. When the Father looked down on the map, He could always find His Son. He always knew, He always knew where Christ was supposed to be, and He was always there. The question for all of us now is this where are we? Can God look on on the road that you're supposed to be on and find you? Or are you lost somewhere on a different road? Maybe you're like Jonah, running the other way. Maybe you're acting like a natural person. Perhaps you uh, were on the track, but you got off the path for some reason, and you need to get back to where you need to be. You have an opportunity right now. And I would challenge you uh, to go to Jesus Pray and ask him for forgiveness and repent of your sins and and walk in his light. Ask someone for help and and pray with you. That's what you need. Find a congregation that is teaching the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help them, God. Perhaps you're listening to the podcast for the first time and, and you really don't know who Jesus is and you think, wow, this is a lot of foolishness, but yet the message has touched you. The Spirit of God is moving in your life. And you need more study, I will try. Uh, I can't make big promises, depending on where you live. I will try to find somebody to help you have a one-on-one Bible study. I would encourage you, no matter who you are listening, each and every day, to take in the Word of God and listen to the Word of God. You can listen to it driving down the road um, on an audio uh, Bible you can read it every morning as you're drinking coffee before you go to work whatever you need to be reading the word and you need to be in prayer you need to be around other strong uh, christians who are always seeking truth uh, following christ uh, listening to him and and his word to do his will in their life and it's not easy and it's going to get more and more difficult i believe as our society, uh, especially in America, Christianity is on a huge decline. And we're going to be looked at as, as being foolish or crazy. But we're going to have to be able to know God's word and we're going to have to be able to stand firm and know that we are in the light, we're on the map, and we're on this road, and this path that Christ has put us on. And when he looks at the road map, he knows. Yep, there he is. That's where he's supposed to be because that's where I want him. I hope the uh, podcast has encouraged you today. We continue to pray uh, continuously daily for the church that is persecuted around the world. We know that we have several listeners who who do listen to us from uh, time to time. Uh, More and more nations, uh, countries uh, where Christianity is illegal. Uh, I've noticed uh, several downloads from those. And I won't mention the countries because I don't want people to be in trouble uh, with their government. I want to encourage them to continue to listen when they're able to do so. i encourage all the people in the free world that you need to start praying for the church and, and that our young people will want to have a true a desire to know who Christ is so that Christ uh, will bless his country and that we can continue to have the podcast on the air. And I'd encourage you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com and there you can find out more about us, our Statement of Faith. You can contact us with your prayer request. You can find links to our social media accounts on LinkedIn and Twitter. You can also financially support us there, but we also need your prayer so that we may continue to have the resources and the freedom to be able to post our weekly podcast. Thank you again for tuning in, and may God bless you, and may he always have the glory.